Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Cosmic Reality Radio is sponsored by Mystical Wares Online Store, the world's largest inventory of Shungite products and energy devices, where coupon code SAVE10 will get you 10% off your entire order. Visit us at mysticalwares.com. All orders over $100 will automatically receive a free one-ounce bag of small Shungite nuggets. Say what? Say what radio show? With no agenda. It's always a surprise. But if we're not having fun, we're doing something wrong. (laughs) Sorry about that. Welcome to the Say What Show. It's January 20th, 2024. My name is Nancy Hopkins. With me is Dolly Howard, Walt Silva, and Jan Shaw. And um, so I'm going to say hi to Dolly. Dolly, hi. Say to everybody. Yay. Yay, everybody. (laughs) Hi, everyone. Hello there. Jan. Hi, everybody. Good to be here again. And thank you all for listening. See, that's a good way. I mean, you use a few words. These two, they're like, yeah, hi. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, we but then wanna... other times you complain because we get too wordy. Yeah. That's at the end of the show. All of a sudden they're like, blah, 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 and I'm looking at the seconds going, dong, 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 you know. Like, Shut up. I got to get out of here. <laughs> I have to. I have to get out, otherwise the um, playlist that's up there will jump the next show, and it screws up the entire playlist. It's 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 just a little bit of a glitch, and that you know I consider a glitch. Let me put it to that way. So, but no, when we when we say hi to the audience out there, you should say, audience, thank you so very much for being here. <laughs> oh, for goodness' sake! <laughs> you know, thank you, I, y'all, for being here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you for all the love blankets. Yes, yes. 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 Oh, my goodness. Um, <clears throat> okay, so let's just, because uh, Jan has just done her show, and she always does such a great job. And uh, I, I was telling these guys, it was, up in the, it was up in the recorder, but I start feeding the dog and realize I don't have any dog food. And it was like, oh, my God, I've never done that. Never ever done this <laughs> and so i i like 
I call I call my friend who owns the pet store and she says, well, I'm open until five. And I said, I don't have time. It was 20 minutes before Jan's show went off and I don't like leaving before I know it's playing and I wouldn't even leave then. So I just said, okay, I'm going to do it. And I got in the car and I got over there and I had to drive real careful because the sun was out and in my eyes. And I get there, they got it ready for me. I interrupt all these customers. There were like five other customers like, no, get out of my way. I got a problem here. <laughs> like the dog is hungry and I got no food. And so I get the package, get it. And I was three minutes late for the opening of the show. So, um, you know, I was like, the, the angels and the gin and all these other people that that support me were there you know three <laughs> minutes was nothing in radio time so um yeah i'm glad to be here and safe and i'm so glad the dog got fed <laughs> i bet he is too <laughs> yeah I, I didn't know how to explain it to him uh, i ran did out he, of food. did he scold you never do that again ma'am <laughs> <laughs> no no i, I, I I thought you used to make your own food for him. Well, I cook turkey, but it's it's the kibbles, you know, okay. and, and these are, you know, like top of the line kibble type of things. Uh -huh. And one day I was with, over there and I said, well, maybe I should change his food. And she looked at me and she said, why? Has he been eating it? Is he healthy? And I said, yeah. She said, then why would you change it? I said, well, I don't know. <laughs> Is she not supposed to use kibbles? I don't know. But no, that was what I had run out of. And it, it I, I also, and don't tell the neighbors because they get all pissed off, but I also feed the raccoons dog food. And the, re <laughs> the reason they get pissed off is because, you know, the raccoons are always trying to get food from whoever, you know. And if you give them some food, they keep bothering you. And if you got outside cats you want to feed or, you know, I mean, it's just like they and they're they're so cute. They're so, so cute. But they are nasty to each other. And you know? to people sometimes. Well, I, I haven't had a run in with any of them. Um, but I, yes, you're right. They can be problemsome. But my cats in the back, <laughs> were, were, they wouldn't eat. And I've got all this cat food, and I said, I can't throw this, just throw this out, you know, let me, this was before the porch people came in, <laughs> porch cats, and then the porch, <clears throat> so I, I said, let me just give it to the raccoons, you know, if I can help them out a little, I'm going to help them out a little, I just can't worry about all the other problems that might occur because you're feeding them instead of letting them starve to death, <laughs> you know, so, because, I mean, they don't, I don't know what in the heck they eat when they don't eat my dog food. Uh, everything is getting compressed. There's fewer and fewer areas of woods and stuff. And it, so anyway, but um, yeah, so I mean, I would have had to explain it to the raccoons too. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Do, do you feed the Sasquatch as well? No, they seem to bring their own food. They don't. <laughs> well, you know, they like M&Ms. <laughs> And, uh, you know, and actually, I you know, there's long stories, but Sasquatch, yeah, I I swear to God that that they live here, you know, that they they come and visit, and um, well, I'll tell you the story. I've told it before, but it's kind of funny. The dog comes in from he goes out in the morning, and he comes in, and he looks like he's scared. And I said, "What's the matter?" And so I think, "Well, is there something out there in the yard?" You know, so I go on out there. 
I don't see anything. Everything's quiet. The cats are quiet. No, no, I don't see any problem here. And, um, you know, so he sees me come in and he's like, oh, okay, I guess it's okay. So he goes out again later on and comes back scared. And this goes on for all day long. And finally I go out there and I go, I, how did I, how did I, I guess I just asked my guides. I said, what is he scared of? And I get the picture of Sasquatch. So I go out in the back and I second sight, I call it second sighting. You just kind of open up your imagination of what might come into your head. And all of a sudden I'm talking to this Sasquatch here, there, he's standing there. And I said, what are you doing here? And he said, I said, you're scaring the dog. Well, we're sorry about scaring the dog, but we wanted to get your attention so you'd know we were here. And I said, okay, I, I, I know you are here and welcome, but we stopped scaring the dog. <laughs> and after that, he wasn't scared. So, so I could say, boy, Nancy, you got such a great imagination. You know, you see Sasquatch and she's, you know, but the dog's telling me. For the entire day, he's scared. And I go out and I talk to him. I said, don't scare him anymore. And he doesn't get scared. I mean, you got to look for the, the little things that are telling you, yes, this is all real. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. It's always the little things you have to pay attention to. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And then, of course, there, <laughs> there was a time when Gene Rockefeller came here. And uh, we're in the kitchen. I'm, I got my back to the door. I'm doing some dishes. She goes, she tries to go out the back door and she opens it up, you know, and then as she's trying to open it up somebody pushes back and she looks up and it's got a glass window in it and she's looking at a sasquatch <laughs> you know and she screams and i turn around and i swear to god she, if she, i'm not very we're both the same height basically but I, if she could have she would have jumped in my arm <laughs> I mean, she was, I, and she's screaming and i'm looking up i'm looking around i don't see anything right and uh she said, Sasquatch. And I said, Who where? And she said, Oh my God. And after that, the Sasquatch kept showing up. And I said, Man, why are you scaring her? Well, we want her to know we're here and real. <laughs> oh my God. I can picture all of that in my mind. <laughs> it was so funny. You know, and for those who don't know, Gene Rockefeller is is a highly, a highly, you know, talented psychic metaphysician, whatever you want to call her. And she should be more used to this. But, uh, you know, I, I had another friend that came and visited here and uh, I'm not going to get into the whole story, but we ended up doing this massive ceremony thing in the yard. And she supposedly I mean, she, she saw she's her, her, OK, she she owned the crystal shop that. I went to. She had bought it from, a, from the friend that owned it, and uh, that's why she was staying with me because she was in the process of buying it. And uh, she, she, her claim to fame was that she talked to ETs. And we're out there doing this ceremony, and all of a sudden she's like, "Hits!" and she's pounding on me, "Hits! Hits! There's brothers here!" And I'm going like, "What are you talking about?" And she said, "There's brothers here!" And then I realized she's talking about ETs. I said, I know. I said, look up at the sky. And she looked up at the sky, and here was like a good dozen UFOs. <laughs> <laughs> they were just sitting there, right? And she was like, 
oh my god and then i turned around and i saw yes there's a portal there and one of them had come through but you know i'm saying to her to my, i didn't say it to her i'm thinking to myself you're supposed to talk to et's why are you getting so excited you know it was like wait a minute here <laughs> Because you can see them now, visibly? I guess, I guess it's the difference between um, inviting them in versus them showing up unexpectedly. <laughs> there, you there you go. Oh, my God, they're real. All of a sudden, <laughs> I just got a flash of the M&M peanuts that are seeing Santa Claus for the first time. And they, oh, my God, they're real. And Santa goes, oh, my God, they're real. And they both, all of them pass out, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Same kind of thing. Yeah. So anyway, um, Dolly, let, let's go to you because you I know you had a list there. I'm sorry. I apologize. I had to go to the pet store and didn't look at that list. <laughs> so I don't it's know. It's a what very you short one. Okay. Let me see if I have anything I wanted to say. Oh, there was a link in there. Did you? Oh, when you go in and look at it, there's a link I got uh, for you specifically. It's about um, Speaker of the House Mike Johnson. Um, it's showing a picture of them, two people. I think one is Mike Johnson. The other one looks like a tyrant guy and uh, with his pose and all. And so, uh, hold on. The, the, what they were saying was that basically he just got reamed out. Who Johnson did? Yes. Huh. Is, well. that, is uh, I'm sorry. I'm trying to find the link here. Uh, okay, I got it. All right. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. That's it. That, it's just showing who you. Was reaming, who was reaming him up? I don't know. See, I don't know. But the, let me open this sucker because... um. Oh, I don't know what I did, but my thing just all went away. <sighs> I'm not going to try to open it. I'm having. I just put the link in the, in, in the. I put the link in the chat room. Oh, okay. Um, but it, what they were explaining was that somebody in the deep state type sections. Uh, they got to him. They reamed him out. They got to him. He's Well, uh, he had that meeting with Paul Ryan, and that was when everything fell apart because he said he was going to release all the January 6th tapes, and, and then he capitulated with the Democrats on this stupid funding thing and everything. So he's obviously compromised. Yep. Those of us uh, that are completely ignorant of everything in the world, uh, <laughs> what am I looking at with these picture of these two men? It's Paul Ryan and Mike Johnson, speak, current Speaker of the House, and it's kind of body language. <laughs> okay. Mike uh, Johnson is completely overcome, and Paul Ryan, of course, is the biggest rhino you could ever come across. So, um, meaning, meaning, what is that? What is a rhino? I, I know, Republican, Republican, 
Republican in name only. So he's really deep state, basically, but he poses as a a Republican. Was he he ahead of the House? Is he still there? I haven't heard about him in a long time. Who's that? Ryan? No, Mike Johnson's. Well, I don't know. Leader of the House, is that different? That's different from the Speaker, isn't it? I don't know. Um, Nobody, I guess... Looking but at he's this still picture, around. Who's, who's who in this picture? The one at the back against the rail is Paul Ryan, and the one this side is Mike Johnson. Okay, and uh, who's 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 the bad guy, or they're both bad? Well, Paul Ryan is definitely deep state, and he's been against Trump for well, whenever since Trump appeared on the political scene. Mike Johnson was was um, put into the speaker position as this, you know, very devout Christian, and he was going to be, you know, doing all the right things in the House and, you know, releasing the January 6th tapes and all the rest of it, and he's caved on everything. So um, They got something on him. There's now um, the now tabling the possibility of uh, getting him to vacate the speakership. So, because you know the likes of Jim Jordan and Co. Mike Gates are pissed off basically by the fact that he's reneged on everything he claimed he was going to do. He's compromised greatly. That's too bad. Yes, it is. I was really hopeful. Well, I had some reservations. I even talked to Nancy about it, and I can't remember exactly what they were, but there was already some some questionable things about him. Um, And as I say, this is going back to when he was first elected as Speaker, and as I say, I can't remember what it was, but um, there were some kind of not quite right things there and I mean he appeared out of nowhere it's a bit like Obama he was a nobody nobody knew anything about the guy and suddenly is put in the position of speaker and everybody voted for him including Democrats which raises a big red flag as well you know so um so yeah that's my take (laughs) So well, this, if he, this picture if, is saying then, then that the, what that the these two men are like a, lo, a lost proposition. Uh, that, I mean, nothing the, good will come out of that meeting, or what? What does that mean? The picture is saying that Paul Ryan has said something to Mike Johnson, which has made Johnson completely. Um, give in to Ryan. I mean, look at his body language. It's like, melting down in yeah, nature. Absolutely. It's like, and and I mean, <laughs> Ryan, he can't see his face properly, but his body language is looking smug and it's like the, the, done, the deal's done. And, and I mean, Mike Johnson looks destroyed completely. He's, he's being told what to do. Mm. Yeah. It. Well, um, I mean, it, you can read the energy of it just looking at it. The man's defeated completely. Well, again, you know, 
<laughs> the dark Money side. talks. Bullshit yep. walks. Yeah. But that's, I just feel bad for him. Yes. You know, because. Well, what did he do that gave Ryan the power over him? That's what you have to ask yourself. You know, it could be anything because they use different tactics. I mean, the guy was, uh, I mean, everybody makes a mistake, I suppose. Maybe, you know, some some tit-tat thingy that happened in the past, you know, might have been there. But they also threaten. They threaten, you know, I'll, your, every one of your family is dead. You know, I mean, they they do that, so we don't know mm. what could it could was it a threat? I mean, because if I was in his position and somebody said that to me, that if you, you know, go through the agenda you want to go through, your family is dead. Mm, true. I don't know if I could do that. I personally would probably just resign of course all my family doesn't they, I don't have a personal family and the rest of them don't like me so yeah I'd stay there <laughs> very simple solution huh <laughs> yeah Take care of them well <laughs> I'm very glad to say that now I do have family now and it's it's uh, it's very nice to be back among them <laughs> Well, I have one good news thing before (laughs) we get all wound up. Let me read that. Okay. This is from CNN by Andy Rose and Lauren Mascarin. Lauren with the M at the beginning of her last name. Um, A barking dog, and it was January 18th, so it was couple of days ago. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> okay. Oh, um, I'm trying to copy the link so I can put it I've in. Got, I got it in there. Oh, you right. got it? Oh, cool. Thank you. A barking dog prompted the rescue of a missing hiker found nearly 200 feet down a steep mountain slope in Hawaii. Rescuers repelled down a steep mountain slope in Hawaii Monday and airlifted a missing hiker found nearly 200 feet below the trail to safety after her barking dog caught the attention of bystanders. A hiker on the Lanapo Trail in Kaimuki, K-A-I-M-U-K-I, called 911 Monday, saying an unaccompanied dog was barking at the edge of a steep slope deep into the trail, the Honolulu Fire Department said. Rescue crews were quickly dispatched, including 17 responders from the fire department, some in an aircraft above the trail and others on foot below. Responders in the aircraft spotted the dog, prompting a lone rescuer to rappel down 20 feet to rappel, I'm sorry, to rappel about 20 feet down the slope to retrieve it. 
while airlifting the dog to a landing zone in the park, <clears throat> the pilot noticed an object about 70 feet below where the dog was found. After getting the dog to safety, the same rescuer repelled down to retrieve the item and discovered a bag filled with personal items. Hold on a second. Okay, my throat's giving me issues. Meanwhile, responders on the ground who were caring for the dog found a name and contact information for its owner on its collar. See, that's a very important thing to do. I've had this discussion with others. <clears throat> when the phone calls to the owner went unanswered, the Honolulu Police Department performed a wellness check at their address and found no one home, the fire department said. Responders confirmed that the owner's car was parked at the trailhead and launched an extensive and coordinated search by air and ground. They found the owner, a 35-year-old woman, underneath thick fo foliage, foliage about 100 feet below where the bag was found, the fire department said. Responders provided basic life support treatment before getting the hiker into a rescue stretcher and airlifting her to safety about three hours after the initial 9-11 call came in. That's pretty darn good, y'all, that timing. CNN has reached out to Honolulu Emergency Medical Services for more information about the condition of the rescued hiker. And that's all I have on it. Sounds like the woman lost their footing and fell some ways from where, yep. where the dog was. Yep. Yep. And I'm so glad that the dog was with her and was yes, able yeah. to get her help. Well, all we know right now is that the dog survived. <laughs> well, we know the lady survived because how they said it. Well, when they said... They were underneath thick foliage, 100 feet where the dog was found. The fire responders provided basic life support treatment. Doesn't that mean? Uh, yeah, like, she didn't. They like didn't find a corpse. Yeah, she <laughs> might have broke her arm or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Well, and let's that, hope she's alive. Good and doggy. She's, good doggy. <laughs> yeah, really. And that's really basically all I have on. I oh, did you want to Nancy? Did you want to put in the chat room the link to the one, the Trump prophecy one that you sent me yes. that I didn't get to watch? Oh, that one. No, yeah. I will. Yeah, I won't do that right now because I'm going to give them the link to the. Uh, we're going to talk one. about the Antichrist. Okay, yeah. now, <laughs> I don't even know quite how to introduce this thing. Um, let me just stick this in here. Okay, now, I know nothing about the woman who is in the, the video, nothing. I'm going to put up another picture here. Oh, just give me a second, sorry. Um, 
I would say that once you hear it, you can make your own. So let's go. Who is? Yeah, don't be playing that, Walter. So sorry. I, let me let me kill the volume. <laughs> well, you don't. Have, I'm gonna I'm gonna play it here. Okay. All right. I'm gonna play it. So, okay. Now this is a picture of the woman, and she is kind of spooky. Kind of spooky. She looks. Like, she looks like an alien. I was yep. going to say the same thing, actually. And I, I've seen another one of her videos, actually, talking about Israel and the the October 7th attack where she was raising a lot of red flags about that, you know, in terms of Israel allowing it to happen, etc. So, yeah, I recognize that face. <laughs> and so I don't know who she is, but she was on TikTok and then she's... I guess she's one of those, I don't know what they call them on TikTok, but, um, and this was posted in Facebook, so the link is to Facebook, but what I'm going to do is I'm actually going to play for the audience, and in the, uh, the, the text you see there is the only thing that she put up on a screen, so when she's talking about the, uh, you know, something, you can look and see if I've got it up there, but here we go, it's nine minutes. You asked for it, so let's go. Who is the Antichrist? One of the greatest mysteries, not only of the Bible, but really of our world since the beginning of time. Something that has stumped theologians, scholars, and even Nostradamus himself. Since the words were written in the book, the Bible, countless people over time have tried to figure this mystery out. The very same mystery we may have just solved today. I am just here to state the facts, do with it what you will. But what if I were to tell you the name of the Antichrist may have been given to us already by none other than Jesus Christ himself and none other than this book right here. But first things first, TikTok, this video is purely for entertainment purposes only. All facts stated are strictly speculation. Oh, let's go. But before we get down to the nitty gritty of potentially the Antichrist's actual name, we will first need to run through some of the attributes, the attributes of the Antichrist that the Bible says he, that's right, I said he, the Antichrist will be a man, the attributes that he will have. Oh, and FYI, yes, the Antichrist is in this world as we speak, alive and kicking, and many believe is just raring to go, ready to be ushered in, into power. So first check, check. He will be a man, check. Second check, yes, he is very much alive. Second check, check. He will also be a political leader, either a current leader or previously a leader of a nation before. Check, check. How do we know this? Well, after the Daniel 9 seven-year peace treaty is signed, which many believe is happening as we speak at the SDG summit, the signing of this peace treaty will usher in the new world, one world government, where all nations come together as one. And of course, this global one world government, it will need a leader. And they're not exactly going to offer this position, the leader of the world, to anybody whose resume doesn't have previous experience of at least leading the nation themselves. It will have to be a previous or current president, dictator, czar, do they still have those, or king. You can't be a president of a book club or the regional manager of a Burger King. They're not going to give it to some Tom, Dick, or Harry. No, they're going to want a dictator for the one world government. So a man, check, with current or previous experience of leading a nation, check, check. Currently alive and kicking in the world, check, check, check. All right, don't shoot the messenger, but this next check is going to straight have you picking your jaw up off of the floor. 
as the next fact I'm about to drop about the Antichrist might not be something that a lot of people know. Hang on to your bridges, bitches, because according to the Bible, the Antichrist, this man, will be gay. Daniel 11:37 explains this very clear. Neither shall he regard the gods of his fathers, nor the desire of women. I'll say what? Nor regard for any god, for he shall magnify himself above all. Uh, ego much? But yep, there you go. Pretty unrefutable facts. That was hard to say. <laughs> Irrefutable facts. Still hard to say. Anywho. So a man, check. On this earth already, check, check. A previous or current ruler or leader, check, check, check. And a homosexual with no want or desire for women, check, 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 check. And to be honest, by the time we get to the end of this video, that last fact might make a little bit more sense. It might actually make a lot more sense, as there have been a lot of truths revealed just lately about a certain person. Well, you'll see at the end. If you know, then you know. He will also obviously not be a Christian. Shocked face. <laughs> but he will also not be an atheist. I mean, if anybody knows God and Jesus are real, yeah, it's him. He will seek to be worshipped and exalt himself over God. But he will claim to be God incarnate, insisting on being worshipped by the masses. He will blaspheme God's name. He will display miraculous powers. And after the seven-year peace treaty is signed, the one that is prophesied in Daniel 9, he will be given full authority to reign. And that reign will last for 42 months, three and a half years, at which time he will break the peace treaty. He will have full control over the world's economy, ushering in the one world currency during his reign, which many believe and speculate will be the mark of the beast. Again, this is purely for entertainment purposes only. All these facts are purely speculation, TikTok. We're just having fun. With this one world currency, he will implement a mandatory means for things like payments. Recent news has been all abuzz about a chip in your hand. I believe Amazon Prime already has that as well. But under this, with the one world currency, if you do not have this, you will not be able to buy, sell, trade, or barter, just like it says in the Bible. The chip in the hand, the mark of the beast. Causing those who take the chip, the mark of the beast, to worship the beast, pledging allegiance to the beast, taking the chip in the hand in order to buy, sell, or trade. Now remember, guys, if you take the mark of the beast, that's a big no-no. Just don't. He will desecrate God's temple. He will turn on Israel after 42 months. He will cause Earth's army to fight against God's saints and the angels. And then his final destination after all of this busy, busy stuff that he's been doing, he will be cast into the lake of fire. So now we kind of know about the Antichrist, his attributes, his timeline, and his plan. Let's get down to why you're still watching. The entire point of this video the Antichrist's name given to us by Jesus himself. Who did Jesus tell us exactly in the Bible the Antichrist just might be? First things first, it is vital for you to understand one thing. Jesus speaks in parables through the scriptures. Parables are basically riddles, hints, and clues. You can't just read the words and simply leave it at that. Mm -mm. Oh no, you must see beyond what is written on those pages. Through discernment of the Holy Spirit, you must have eyes to see and ears to hear. These parables are clues that must be deciphered. Knowing that Yeshua, Jesus, gave us all of the answers right there in that book, it is now up to us to decipher and figure them out. We are that generation that the Bible speaks of, the generation that shall not pass away until all of these prophecies are fulfilled. So who is the Antichrist? A man, a man alive and well, a previous leader with homosexual tendencies. Come on, Auntie, just spill it. All right, okay, let's go. In Luke 10, 18, Jesus said, and he said unto them, I beheld Satan as lightning falling from the heavens. Now remember, Jesus speaks to us in riddles. And that beautiful Bible that you are reading in English has been translated from its original tongue. 
Jesus spoke in Aramaic, the oldest form of Hebrew. So when Jesus said he saw Satan falling like lightning from the heights of the heavens, know this, a simple Google search is about to rock your world, just like it rocked mine months and months ago. What is the Hebrew word for lightning? The Hebrew word for lightning, Barak. Spoiler alert, I bet you can guess what the Hebrew word is for great heights. Oh, yeah. High place or high places? Oh, yeah, that's right. Bama. Oh, it gets better because you know grammar and all. To link the two words in Hebrew, they use wa, either a U or an O, as a conjunction. So if we were to translate into Hebrew, lightning from heaven or of the heights, and we were to read that verse as Jesus had in Aramaic, in Hebrew, where he said he saw Satan falling like lightning from great heights or from heaven, it would actually translate to this. And I saw Satan fall like Barak Obama instead of lightning from the heights. I saw Satan fall like Barack Obama. Yeah. At least in my book, it does. Many things have come out about Barack Obama recently. Many. One of which is his name is actually not Barack Obama. But his actual birth given name is Barry Sotero. Somewhere in his lifetime, Barry Sotero became Barack Hussein Obama. Hmm. And if this is true and his name really is Barry Sotero, then did he, a man, a former president, who there has now been recently great proof is in fact and has been a homosexual man, choose the name Barack Obama, perhaps already knowing what we are all just now discovering was the actual name that Yeshua told us would be the name of the Antichrist. Did he really choose to change his name and call himself Barack Obama, knowing the scripture translation of lightning and great heights describing the Antichrist was, in fact, Barack Obama? Did Barry Sotero, in fact, actually give himself the name of the Antichrist? It's not exactly the most common names. I mean, really, y'all, what are the odds of that? Yeah. Yeah. Did we just crack the code of who the Antichrist might be? Again, I just give you the facts. Do with them what you will. Guys, Yeshua is coming back soon. Please repent. Turn from sin. Give your life fully to Christ. And I'm just going to have to leave you now with this. <laughs> There's a towel down there. You get the drift. Mic drop. I very seldom have to do this, but I have to do this on this show. I am actually editing this program. Okay, so that's what I heard, and that's what came over the Skype call. It was being recorded on Skype. But what really happened to the audience was as soon as I started playing the clip, all of a sudden, there was tremendous interference, and they heard nothing of the nine minutes. But they were complaining on chat, and the other hosts, Walt and Dolly and Jan, saw that they were having problems, but I was watching the station, so they couldn't get the message to me that there was a problem because it sounded fine to me. So it ends, and then I go back to them. And what they did was explain that, wow, there was a problem with the sound. So I'm going to play that to you now. And uh, I'll come back in a little bit because this is a very strange situation that occurred. Okay? So right now, just keep it in your mind that nobody except myself and the others on the call, the Skype call, actually heard 
the nine minutes that is on this tape, okay? They didn't hear a thing. It was all garbled. So now we're going to play, go back to the show and say, okay, show, <laughs> what happened? <laughs> Let's go. So, Dolly, you're the one that sent it to me. Well, Nancy, there was a big problem. What? Yeah, I sent you a message in chat, so everybody was having problems with the sound, with um, lots of over voices over it. So, really, I don't know what happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh shit! If you look in chat, you'll see it. <laughs> okay, I was no, I was paying attention. Um, okay. Well, I wonder what in the hell was... Well, hey, listen, we're talking about the Antichrist, right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, can we play it again? It's only nine minutes, so could we play it again for them? And uh, they could get the full gist of it? Well, we could always give them a summary. Well, um, I, I, I don't know <laughs> what went wrong to begin with. I mean... We played, yeah. you know, I don't know what went wrong to begin with. Um, we've given them the link there. Uh, yeah, you, you know, let's, uh, I, I have no idea why this would happen. All right, I'm just going to start it up. You guys listen to, well, here, I can put, where's my thingy? Let me put my phone on. This is really important stuff, <laughs> honestly. Okay. I guessed at the beginning, actually, I have to say. <laughs> That's why I wanted you to replay it for him, because I believe it's very important. Okay, I'm going to try playing it. I'm turning my phone so I can't hear it until I mute it. All right, so I'm going to try it again. Let's just try it again. I'm so sorry about this, but hey, listen, things happen. All right, so let's just try it. I don't think there's anything else on. Oh, where is it? Oh. Okay. You asked for it, so let's go. Who is the Antichrist? One of the greatest mysteries, not only of the Bible, but really of our world since the beginning of time. Okay, so we had started playing the show again, and it went on for four minutes before... It suddenly turned into the rest of the tape and more with all of this garbled stuff behind it. Okay, I was going to play just a clip of this, but I want you to listen to what was being said. Now, I'm going to take out the, the tape, the section where the tape was playing at the same time, so that you can listen to what was actually the voices behind it. Because even after I turned off that signal, it was still coming over the, the station. So it had to have been an intrusion at the station point. But just listen to some of the garbled, strange stuff that they were saying. Again, this is purely for entertainment purposes only. All these facts are purely speculation, TikTok. We're just having fun. With this one world currency, he will implement a mandatory means for things like payments. 
Recent news has been all a buzz about a chip in your hand. I believe Amazon Prime already has that as well. But under this, with the One World currency, if you do not have this, you will not be able to buy and sell. This video is about me chipping in the market of the beast. More specifically, Dark Hue or the Black Hue. These Dark I can hear you. I can hear you. But Perhaps, Perhaps he, was he was too short, short of, of six, 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 six. Just, just letting it out there. How close, How close was, was he? This is the better. Better. And here's here's an image of what he had. He never got, got, got to change the action. Okay. Uh, he had 664 six, 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 of these cubes on it. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so this so is hanging over the water, water pit. pit. But he never got a chain reaction. I just noticed here. So he had 664. Maybe he, was, maybe he was only too short. That would be well, 666 if you went. Uh, I just found that interesting. <laughs> yeah. Now, a cube in and of itself, no matter what color it is, is just, it's just a geometric, one of our geometric shapes. A three-dimensional, six-sided, geometrical shape. That's what a cube is, all of its own accord. But the cube, if it's a dark cube or a black cube, can, not always, but can be affiliated with the, with the god Saturn or the sixth planet, just as it is a six-sided cube. Saturn is often interchangeable with the word Satan. Saturn also, if we go all the way back in time during the times of the Akkadians and the Sumerians, would be affiliated with the god Inki. You had Enlil and Inki, like good cop, bad cop, to the ancient Sumerian Akkadian world, what would later become Babylon. Now, the black cube is seen often popularly in major pieces of artwork in large cities like here behind me in Manhattan and other locations, other major cities around the world like these black cubes. This is the month where we celebrate Thanksgiving. Some time ago, I started at the beginning of the year to write a gratitude journal. And as the month went on, I found out that not only did I write a lot of the same things repetitiously, but the journal sort of became a mechanical thing. It started losing its meaning for me. So towards the end of the year, as Thanksgiving approached, I decided to stop writing the journal and to do something that is more my nature, and that is I decided to write a letter to, directly to the source, and I called it Dear God. Dear God, I thank you for your gift to me. I thank you for all your love. I thank you for the sun shining on us. And drifting white clouds high above. I thank you for the wind. 
you fall, the earth under my feet, and for trees and flowers too. I thank you for the food that you provide. And for your water cool and clean. I thank you for the car that I can drive. And the clothes I have to wear. I thank you for the roof over my head and the work that I can do. I thank you for abundance in my life and for my enjoyments too. God, I thank you for my family. I thank you for mom and dad. I thank you for the friends along the way. And relationships I've had. I thank you for all people that I've met Sometimes many, sometimes few And most of all the thank yous that I give I am giving for you I'm so thankful for you. Is that her live? Or is what? she? Me? Yes, I'm alive. <laughs> <laughs> well, last time I looked, I was anyway. <laughs> All right, I think we're I think we're live. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's saying we're not connected. Oh. What in the hell? We are. Really? Oh, oh okay. yeah, they okay. can hear us. All right, yeah. all right. Now now we're connected. Oh, God. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so... Um, <laughs> we have uh, set somebody really bad. Yeah, this, uh, th- th- this could not have been something, I mean, because I don't know any of those sounds. Those sounds did not sound familiar to me. I shut down virtually everything, and it was still happening. It wasn't until I rebooted the computer that that sound left the computer. So wow. I, I, I have to say that we were absolutely intruded upon upon that, because that was just outrageous. Now, yeah. what, what I find um, symbolic is that when, okay, so 
when I was connected to the station and then disconnected, there's a backup program that plays uncopywritten music, okay? Mm. And what happened was that it came on and it was a song by my friends Peter and Betsy, Thank You, God. <laughs> you, you know? And it was like, okay, you can take us down, but you can't take God down. <laughs> you know? So, yeah, Wandering Settlers sounds like an external interference. Yes, because it, so- it sounded like multiple, co- you know, signals coming in at once. It wasn't like one show that something was on and yeah, I couldn't find it. I heard, I heard m- multiple shows. I, I, at least two two shows were playing. I'm thinking, why why are the two shows playing? Nancy never plays multiple shows. I bet. Very strange. Uh, oh well. Okay. <laughs> Time for a music <laughs> interval. I think we can all breathe a sigh of relief that we're back and uh, then get back exactly. into the swing it's, of things. Exactly. It's six. It's six p.m. So it's break time. Well, it's midnight here. So. Now you want to take. <laughs> now you want to take a break. You've just had a ten-minute break. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. We already had a break. Well, you two okay. can go. You can. Well, do, you two can go have. My a body break. wants to go to the bathroom. Okay, so they go to the go bathroom for God's sake. But I'm not gonna. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not gonna try to play anything. I don't know what happened okay. the last time. You know, please just go, go, go. Do what you have to do. I'm not gonna touch anything. Uh, <laughs> Okay, so, well, what the, what the point of this, and I'm going to get this message through, you've got the link, you can listen to it yourself. Um, I have never seen anything like this before. It's very, very, well, like, like I say, I think that that was absolutely an intrusion. And what I'm trying to do right now, well, I can't find it, nothing's happening here. Uh, I can't wait to tell Annette. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. She's um, the one who got me the link, and then the, we took it to Nancy, <laughs> and we tried to share it with y'all. So the punchline is Barack Obama. Barack Obama is the Antichrist, based on what her research is, is said. And I got to tell you, if she's legitimate, and why, I don't know if she is or not, but if she's legitimate, and she did an, uh, an ancient Arabic translation of what Jesus Christ said, and it turns out to be Barack Obama. I'm sorry, that's pretty dang, you know. When, well, she got it from the Bible, Daniel, from Daniel. Yeah. <laughs> well, Wandering Settler wants to know what happened during the radio show interference. What do you mean? I'm, I'm not... Can you, oh, can you oh. ask the posse to tell us? No, they're not going to answer that. I know that. Well, I don't know. Maybe they will, because... I'm, a, I'm yeah. asking. Posse can, could share what happened. Oh, they're answering. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Uh, okay. Dave is here. Ooh, big gun. Hi, Dave. I love you, too. It was most assuredly interfered with by uh, the demonic side. They don't want that information to be broadcast 
to anybody. And they by broadcast, they mean not over the airwaves, not person to person. The It's uh, too close to the truth. They won't say, they won't affirm that, uh, what was Bernie's, Barack Obama's real name, they won't confirm it's him. Uh, but they will absolutely positively confirming it is demonic interference. Way too close to home. So there's your answer. It's interesting that there was demonic interference here, but not at the person that made that broadcast. Well, we don't know. Well, that broadcast was on TikTok, and what is TikTok? You know, I mean, there's a lot of really weird energy on that TikTok thing. If oh they yeah. Were, if they wanted this information not to get out, they're not very effective because the information did get out. We did hear it. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it happens every time they try to do something naughty. It backfires. It backfires. In their face. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> and that's another confirmation that it was by them. Because they tried to undo it, but it backfired in their face. <laughs> well, I'm glad you made us try it again, because at least they got the basics before they said, Oh, God, they, they're up again. <laughs> yes. I, I wanted so bad for them to at least hear part of it, so it will interest them enough that they will go to the link that you put in the chat room for them. Well, what... What is the purpose then? Did it did it did it work? What, what was the purpose to scare us? To make us f be fearful? Okay, did it did it did it do any good for them or what? I don't How effective was? I, th I think it gave us an fu response. <laughs> <laughs> well, again, you know, for all I know, it's the white hats doing stuff like this, so we'll question everything. And we will. We'll stand up in the face of probably evil, Satan or whatever, and say, no, God's here. We're okay. Absolutely. Hopefully, yeah. <laughs> you know, so, <laughs> I, you know, <laughs> because that would, answer the, that would answer the question as to why that other one stayed up and we didn't. And maybe it's because we have a bigger audience than she does. I don't think so. But, 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 but. What do we do? What is our mission on every one of these radio shows? To influence the collective consciousness of humanity. So a whole bunch of people now got it in their heads that Barack Obama may be the Antichrist. And for anybody out there, we're just speculating. We don't have any inside information. <laughs> well, maybe we do <laughs> because we just talked to the posse. Indeed. Hey, Dave. Yeah. 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 The thing is, I think yes. is they're going to attack the people with the most influence in the other direction. So we should take it as a compliment, actually. You know. <laughs> and I, I, I don't. I mean, the th what sprang to my mind. Um, I mean, I, I, as soon as she started talking about it, I thought, 
oh, well, she's obviously going to say Barack Obama. Um, the thing is, could she be misinformation too, you know, to try and get people into this whole concept of the Antichrist and everything? Because, I mean, looking no, back... No, saying we, no, she was not misinforming us. Okay, okay. It's just that back... I mean, I don't know how true it was, but if you think back to when he was elected, there was the story that he was taken to one side and told that if you don't do everything we tell you to, we're going to kill your whole family. Now, how true that was, I don't know. That could have been another psyop. So, um, Well, I heard the story that he was brought into the office of... Uh... Who the hell was there before him? Who was who was Trump? No, it was Bush. Bush. No, Bush. Bush, yes, but Bush, Bush, and uh, Bush, and who else? S somebody else was there, and Clinton maybe. But he was called in, and the only person that wasn't there was um, no. This is Barack Obama. Okay, so I'm sorry, I'm getting confused in my timeline. Barack Obama when he became the president-elect and was about to take the thingy mohecky the you know pledge of allegiance or whatever or maybe he already had but i don't think so he was brought into uh the oval office where they had uh the former presidents there and he was they opened up a, a closet door and there was an exact replica of him and uh michael mm. in the in this closet and he said if you don't do everything we tell you to do, your family's going to be dead, and those are the people that are going to replace you. Mm. Yeah, that was the story I heard. Yeah. So, what if what if the oh, because Dolly, do you still think that the Obama is the Obama? Have you seen a change out of him? Uh, I've seen the change. <laughs> Which makes me more confused even. But that's not the real uh, the Barack Obama that changed his name from Barney or whatever. Barry Satoro. Yeah, from that's not Barry Satoro. Well, if they if these people are really transhumanism and you know, that's where they want to go. Maybe that Android concept that I was talking about Last week on this show, I think, yeah. uh, at least on the Cosmic Reality show. Yeah, it was Cosmic Reality. The cause, the concept that some of these people that are have been replaced were replaced with androids, so they were programmed with everything that any the person they're supposed to be replacing, anything that they'd ever said, written, or or probably done, so that they could have uh, this new AI configuration that allows them to be much more like that person in the way they speak and in the way they act, everything. They just take on that persona. Now, what if these people who are transhumanism humanistic to begin with are, it was never a real human being, the Antichrist. It was an android playing the role. Would the posse address this question or no? Nope. Okay. Huh. They drew the line. Yep. <laughs> well, I think the point is, 
you know, if we don't um, let those have any power over us, they're powerless. And I mean, you know, so many people are waking up to all this crap now. It's um, they're losing their power. That's why there's this desperation. So, you know, we're all giving the middle finger to them, um, to the, the, the satanic forces are being exposed big time. But that's uh, the issue, Jan. We're not all giving the finger to them. Well, I think there not are more everybody. and more people who are. The, it's the number just is not growing. the word all. No, true. True. But the number is growing. Yes. There, there are a lot of really pissed off people in the world now. Apart from the brainwashed, that's the issue. It's the brainwashed people that are the problem. But, you know, it's the same in the UK. People are just so pissed off with uh, both sides of the aisle, just like they are in the US, because they're all, you know, working off the same playbook. So, and the people are saying, no, fuck you. Excuse my French. But... You know, because it's hitting them where it hurts. You know, before it was going on without any real um, tangible repercussions to people. They were doing it all behind the scenes and it wasn't evident. And they they basically shot themselves in the foot with everything they did with COVID. And I know a lot of people fell for it. But... Um, you know, with all the repercussions from that, economic and all the the propaganda about climate change hoax and you've got to take more vaccines, you know, and everything else, people are saying, hang on a minute, this is just crazy. We're not going to do it. So they've actually, they're hoist on their, with their own petard, as I quote from Shakespeare very often, you know. They've basically shot themselves in the foot big time, in my opinion. Well, let's just look at the Iowa caucus that they just had on Tuesday. Now, for those people who don't know about American politics, we're in what's called the primary season. And the two, Repu the two parties, Republican and Democrat, they have these sort of separate elections to get the opinion of the people as to who should be their nominee to run for president of the United States. So the first thing that comes up is the Iowa caucus. And most of them are called primaries, okay? But this is a caucus. And what the caucus is, is just a fascinating way of, of actually enacting democracy, is that you have these different high schools and auditoriums and stuff that open up to the public. And the public comes and they say, oh, I'm for this one and I'm for that one. And they all, you know, declare who they're for. Then they have a period of talking. They listen to one person who's for this guy and one person's for that for girl. And, you know, they go through all this thing and then they vote. And the vote is what is the tally of the election in a caucus. So we've got let's just talk about Haley and uh, DeSantis and Trump. 
And DeSantis and Haley spent millions and millions of dollars. They went to, there's 99 counties. They went to almost all, well, some of them, all of them. And, but, you know, I mean, some of them a few times. Can so, I remind you about um, Ramaswamy as well? Well, he's not mattering in this, okay, because I'm just talking Iowa. Because of the, he, he didn't have enough votes to really influence one way or the other. No, but, but I think we need to talk about him after you finish what you're saying I now. I don't mind talking about him, but I'm just saying for what I'm trying to do right here, I want to concentrate on those three people. Because Trump blew these two out of the water by 53% was the last thing I heard. Okay, now this is unheard of in Iowa caucus history. And Iowa has actually picked the winner, I think, I think I heard this, of the last 48 years of the president. You know, I mean, they, they, they seem to be the pulse of America. So if you've got that many people, now they say, well, it was just the Republicans. Okay, it's just the Republicans. But still, it's a massive, massive amount to winning by. And the next place they're going is New Hampshire, and that's a primary. And that's next, this coming Tuesday. And again, the, you know, the, the, we don't know what the final tally will be, but he's, he's also running way ahead of, well, DeSantis is not even contesting uh, New Hampshire at this point. But Haley is still trying to make a, a, a run for it. But again, it looks like the man is going to just blow them out of the water. And when you see this kind of movement behind them, you got to go like, wow. But the thing I want to get across here is Iowa. Iowa voters who voted for Trump were asked if he gets convicted of any of these charges up against him, would you not vote for him for president? And to a one, they said, I'd vote for him as president. So everything that they're doing out there is not impacting the American voter. It's yeah, having you, the opposite effect. It's making people more supportive of him. Yep. Yep. Blowing yep. up in their faces again. Yep. <laughs> so, uh, Ramaswamy, what did you want to say about him? Well, I covered some of the stuff last week that there were suspect connections and you know, it was interesting that he, when when the Iowa caucus results came through, he immediately withdrew from the presidential race and, you know, supported Trump. And um, I saw a tweet that was showing video uh, images of Trump giving sidelong glances to various people, including Ramaswamy, when he was stood at the podium, you know, talking about, um, you know, Trump after the Iowa caucus results. And I don't trust this guy at all because immediately he goes into, uh, I saw something, he's putting down all the things that he would want Trump to do if he became VP, and I I think it's just a another um, deep state insert that 
they're trying to con Trump into thinking Ramaswamy's all MAGA and everything else. But I just get a really bad, bad vibe about this guy. I think he's trying to insert himself in a position where he's going to sabotage things again. Because why, when you've been the lowest uh, poll, you know, poll on that um, caucus vote, you suddenly jump in and you're kind of leveraging yourself to become VP and putting all these demands out of, well, I'll only be a VP if Trump agrees to this and Trump agrees to that. It just stinks. Oh, yeah, he does. But a lot of people don't. (laughs) That's the trouble. The important one is Trump. (laughs) Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I noticed in New Hampshire when, yeah, when uh, Ramaswamy was on the stage with Trump and it was video, there wasn't, I couldn't hear what he was saying. But Trump is behind him, and they do this awkward, very awkward hug-type thing. And I could tell by the way that, that the Trump was acting that he was, he was like not getting too close to Ramaswamy's energy. It was like yeah. he had a barrier up, you know? So that made me give it another, ooh, he doesn't mm. seem to be. But you're, uh, I hadn't heard that he was, I've heard him talking, but he didn't say anything about the VP thing. No, it was some, he put something out on Twitter, actually, to say, you know, these are the conditions um, that I want to be met in order to be the VP. And it's like, really? You arrogant SOB, you know? And I mean, they were on the surface, a very MAGA type of, expectations you know and it was put out that he he'd persuaded trump not to uh or to stop the central bank digital currency i'm sure trump knew very well what was going on with that before but he kind of took the credit for for that as well um he's just another flipping snake (laughs) It really is. But um, I, as you I said, Dolly, I know, he, I know Trump He knows, ran yeah. in too fast. Mm, yeah, absolutely. Way too fast. Mm. They're trying to cover that spot so that they can get the snake in where they want him. And as for putting Nikki Haley forward, you know, there, oh. there was all that about, oh, Nikki Haley could be the next <laughs> VP from the dark side, you know, as if trying to imply that Trump would actually choose her as the running mate. To she couldn't and... be VP of the PTA. <laughs> well, <laughs> exactly. But then she'd be on a par with Kamala Harris, wouldn't she? <laughs> I don't see why. I mean, I know... You know, we're great fans of Tucker here. I don't get why people are pushing Tucker as a VP at all. And I've seen it again today, earlier. It's like it, It's like people go for the popularity thing. 
I mean, what are the qualifications you need to be a VP? You need to be able to have the the experience and the qualifications to be able to step into the role of president if anything should happen to the president. Would Tucker Carlson do that? What he hell is like? He's a brilliant broadcaster and he'd probably make a great, you know, press secretary or something. But there's this kind of blind spot about what leaders are supposed to do. They're supposed to lead. They're supposed to be on the political stage. They're supposed to, you know, do a whole series of roles. I mean, look at Kamala Harris. Oh, she's she's been nominated, you know, to look after the border. What has she done? F all. She hasn't even been there. Um, you know, th- they have a role to play, which is a leadership role. And as I said, Tucker is a great broadcaster, but he's not VP material, for God's sake. I mean, give me a break. It's it's just like Marianne Williamson <laughs> as a, a running for president, especially as she supported Hillary. I mean, what qualifications has she got other than supposedly being an expert on A Course in Miracles? I mean, come on, who the hell would vote for her? And yet some people do. Oh, she's all full of love. So, yeah, but so she... people go for the personality. That's all they're yeah. attracted to. I know. And it's Good. crazy. And it's a bit like, you know, and, and this is Republicans who are objecting to all this, um, um, you know, s- positive discrimination of people being ap- appointed on the basis of race and and sexual orientation and and gender it, it's it's the same thing you know you're supposed to and i i worked my first job was in personnel uh, and i i was trained in interviewing you are looking and i i was a project manager you are looking for the people with the skills that will fit the role that they're expected to play. You can't just pick somebody out of the ether and say, oh, you know, you've got a nice personality. Yeah, we'll stick you in that role. I mean, look what's yeah, happened. It sounds like you're describing my ex-boss where I used to work. <laughs> uh, if she loves your personality, you're going to get ahead. If she doesn't like your personality, forget it. You, you, could, you could be God. And, and still she would look down on you and she would not help you. So people are, there are people like that that, that exist. Mm. They choose you if they like you. Mm. If they don't like you, forget it. I mean, you, you, you could, uh, <laughs> you could uh, produce gold, still not, not, that, still not happy enough. You're, you're not satisfying them. Mm. So. Yeah, I mean, that that's the problem. You can't just go for personalities because they play a good tune, you know. <laughs> and, yeah. and, you know, Tucker does some great interviews and he, he was, he was um, not bought into the whole idea that the election was stolen originally. Um, I was reading an article. I didn't have time to share it on my show. 
but it was talking about how certain people, including Tucker, were saying, oh, no, no, there's no fraud in 2020 and eventually came round to it. But if you've got an intellect that can analyse and see patterns and, you know, identify um, the evidence of things... I mean, it was as plain as your nose on the nose on your face that 2020 was stolen. And anybody that didn't see that hasn't got the intellect to be a leader of a country, in my opinion, because they're, they're not analytically looking at the, the situation that they're faced with and making, you know, um, logical conclusions. In my opinion, and I've watched Tucker Carlson when he was on all the others, CNN, MSNBC, blah, 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 okay? And I didn't like him on the others. It was when he got on Fox and when he started to wake up <clears throat> was when he got interesting. But this guy just wants to do his job. He doesn't want to be vice president. There's no way he's going to be vice president. Oh, he, he, I he, agree. He actually said that when he got fired from Fox, he said, I got to tell you, I'm having such a good time just living here without all the stress and everything. He said, I'm having a hard time getting back into it. So all he wants to do is do his mission, which is to tell the truth in the best way that he knows how, and then retire and get out of it because he just wants to go back to the main woods and live there in bliss. And fish. No that, that, that man would never take that job. He's too intelligent to do it. Yeah. And he doesn't have an ego. I mean, no, fact, I agree. The fact that he was able to say, yes, I, had, I made a lot of mistakes, you know, mm. but he has gone way beyond fixing. I mean, he's got a, uh, a, a what do you call it, a video on the pipe bomb that was found outside the. Uh, yeah. January 6th thing yeah. that is pretty pretty weird because and I was going to get that ready but things got in the way like the dog food um, but it was very weird because the video and I, I, I didn't quite get where they got this video but this, vi this video is of the Secret Service and the uh, police the city police were had some guy come up to him who happened to be they found out later was um an actual another police officer who walks up to the two cars that are sitting there and he goes to one side and then he goes to the other car and he says apparently i don't know how they know that this is what was said but they they pointed out that he pointed out that there was a a bomb about 10 feet from them <laughs> and then another guy comes in and takes a picture of the bomb, and it was just laying there right out in the open. And anybody who had done a sweep of the area, like the reason the Secret Service was there, because, uh, what's her face, uh, the vice president-elect wasn't, you know, this was before the, elect, the uh, inauguration. She was in the building. It was her group of, so, you know, special service people that were there, and they're not concerned about it. They let you children. mean the camel? Yeah, the camel. Oh. And 
they and they had children walking right by this supposedly live bomb, but it they were so close that if it went off, they'd be hurt. So it was obvious by their reaction to it. And you see the guy go over and take the picture of it and everything. They actually set it up with showing the guy put that there. You know, the one they can't find. <laughs> they never looked. Um, so the 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 point that was being made in this video is that okay so they if this was if they hadn't been told about the bomb and you know but they seemed to think it was a phony bomb to begin with okay they weren't concerned about it even the guy that went and took the picture you see him go up with a camera and take the picture on the video so why would they call for a bomb squad and a robot to deal with this phony bomb if that's what they thought it was and let kids and pedestrians and a whole bunch of people walk right by it? Why would they do that? And why isn't it they can't find this guy? They can find everybody else. What is it? It's 1,600 people have now been arrested for the sixth. You know, I mean, it's like... <laughs> And and it, again, it's a Tucker Carlson thing. I mean, well, I, I, I yeah, I saw it on Twitter as well because I mean, what somebody was um, put an image up and said, this is exactly what the FBI uses for training. The same, absolutely the same configuration of this pipe, so-called pipe bomb. And oh. somebody else said, you know, the the timer was a kitchen timer and it can only go up to a maximum of two hours. And yet they supposedly planted it the night before. So there's 17, no way. Uh, 17 hours before. Yeah, there's, yeah. You could see it. It wasn't <laughs> hidden. Exactly. I mean, it's a joke. Do you, do you think this is... I don't know. I keep coming back to the thing about we're watching a movie and it's just theatre of the absurd and it's just exposing the whole crap about everything, you know. It's uh, <laughs> it's just hilarious. And again, it comes back and hits them in the face. Hey, wait a minute. Did you say 17 hours before? Yes. Oh, wandering settler, I'm with you. Yeah, cue time. <laughs> he put 17 question mark, exclamation marks. <laughs> Who's number 17? It could yeah. be a white, it could be a white hat operation. Maybe all those people were with the white hats. We don't know. You know, we don't know if the Secret Service is dirty or the Secret Serv Service is somebody that some of them may be dirty, but the vast majority of them are working with the, with the White Hats. We just don't know. I suspect, I, I just got a feeling they were set up to do this. Oh, yeah, definitely. It just came to me, you know, they were set up to do this because it's so, it's so... Um, easy to expose this and look at the timing of all of this you know um i've kept saying this is the year of the great rebound you know all this crap that they've been putting out 
about Trump and everything else and everything they've been trying to do is all rebounding on them this year. I mean, it started as soon as we got through the new year. It started immediately, all the Epstein tapes and everything else. It's like, do-do-do-do, you know, we're, we're pelting you with all this information that you just can't ignore. And, you know, as Q said, these people, well, they said these people are sick, but also these people are stupid, you know. <laughs> they're so desperate that they make the most stupid mistakes and they underestimate the people thinking that they're stupid and we're not because, you know, all all the anons, not the QAnons because there's no such thing, but all the, you know, the, the anons and the citizen journalists uh, are just exposing this as soon as it comes out into the public domain. They dig and they they debunk the whole damn thing immediately. So these these uh, deep staters just cannot keep up with it because there's too many of us and too few of them. Yes, <laughs> new problem. Um, okay, Dolly, what was else on your list? Was there anything else on your list? I know you had a short one. No, I did a short one. Okay. Is there but anything? There was something else on the list. I mean, so... There was. Oh right, yeah. right, right. The uh, yeah, Kim Clement. That was the uh, the video that you didn't uh, have time to listen to. Oh. Oh, yeah, I didn't. You yeah. said you were going to address that later in the show. Well, we're later in the show. <laughs> <laughs> You're the one that has to address it because I know nothing about it other yeah. than you sent it to I'm me. I'm pulling up the link here. Was this one of his prophecies? Trump prophecy. The last prophecy. Ah. I just uh, put... I word it the way I remember things, so you can't take me literal in the list. Um, I just put the link up. Okay, this is, um, I'm going to play it on, not this coming uh, Cosmic Soup show, but the next one. I'm going to play the whole thing, because what what was being done is that the, the host there, whose name I, I don't have in front of me, was going through uh, some of the prophecies that Kim Clement made regarding the time we're in. Let's just put it that way. Now, who was Kim Clement? Well, he was originally a South African um, musician who then began to get channeled information. And he died just before Trump was elected and the thing about this particular presentation, his daughter, uh, Donia, I think it is, it smelled like almost like Donna, but it's a, a little different. Um, she was talking to this guy whose name I don't know, and they were discussing the fact that he had made a prophecy. And what he was saying in it was that he saw Putin and he named off a few other heads of states around a table. And he said, 
I cannot tell you what 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 I saw, what I, what was on the table. I cannot tell you what I saw, but because I won't survive, uh, they'll kill me. He flat out said it. But so, but then there's more of the fl- prophecy that he gave that day. So within a matter of weeks, he had uh, a problem with he's stroking out and doing and ended up dying very shortly after that so that's what his daughter was you know emphasizing that's why it's called the last prophecy but then he there's a movie out there that was this was an hour show and apparently the movie's even longer and he's he he started talking about trump before trump even was uh, 2014, I think it was. 2012, I mean, it was really early. And he starts talking about God has sent his trumpet. And he goes into some very detailed information that you go, now we know it's Trump. You know, it was Trump. Mm-hmm. But the, the, the concept that they were putting together was that they were trying to find the the timeline, what what was he referencing in these prophecies, you know? Because the prophecies would jump all over it with whatever came to him at any given time. And he talked about the fact that in one of the prophecies, Kim Clement said that there would be two impeachments. Now, this mm. is because he's even president, okay? Two impeachments. And that he would be put aside at some point. Okay, and and he's going through he's going through the um, timeline of the the, the, you know, the impeachment things and showing that very likely this this put aside is this interim between the, the elections. And you know things. I mean, I can't even remember all the details because they were so detailed. Uh, I'm trying to think of, of of some of the stuff that I mean. It was just. I mean, you really need to listen to this tape, okay? And one of the reasons for it is that very near the end of the of the show, there, he's giving a prophecy, and all of a sudden he says. And God told me, I mean, the guy is charismatic as crap. God told me, I have a stone. I'm going to give you a stone. And this stone will make the difference. And I went, he was talking about Shanghai. Oh. (laughs) I was like, yeah. And he just blurts it out in the middle of this other prophecy. And it probably nobody in the, I don't know if anybody really paid attention to a stone. I'm going to give you a stone. <laughs> so from my standpoint, this is an amazing show, you know, even though I watched like an hour of it before I heard that, and thank God I was paying attention. Uh, I was going to get that clip out too, but uh, yeah. So, um, but he just, it gives you such a a timeline and an understanding that what is happening from the standpoint of a prophet of Jesus and yeah, I I I can't say that I'm a Christian. I don't follow any religious type of thing, but I have to acknowledge that an awful lot of people out there do, and the Christians seem to be a real danger to the black side. 
You know, it's probably because of their numbers. Wandering spirit settler is saying, remember this? And Trump was given Shungite. And Trump was given Shungite. Yes. Gee, that's right. I thought about yes, that. Yes. I thought about it just now. Yes, because right when uh, 2014, um, you know, I had gone out and a lot of people had Shungite but in this South Florida area. And one of these people, when Trump was vying for the nomination to be the candidate, so this is, uh, you know, like 2015, he was in a traffic jam. And this girl that had Shungite saw him sitting there. And I mean, he's, yes, he's a very famous personality. And he's sort of maybe running for president. I don't even know if she knew that at the time. You know, but all of a sudden he, she was there with him and she reached into her pocket and took a nugget out of Shungite and handed it to him. And he reached out and took it and he looked at it. And he said, Oh, I love stones. <laughs> I love how things are coming together these days. If you pay attention, be alert. What I'm going to say is please be alert, y'all, because things are coming out faster than you can believe they are. So be alert and try putting pieces together. Yeah, and and the hunter thing is is heating up. Jan, I don't know if I mentioned this to you, but... I thought it was very peculiar that they agreed, you know, they they went and they, they were going to get him uh, for not not going into the Congress on a subpoena. And, you know, they were going to give him, you know, problems over that. And so the lawyer said, well, now that you're about to impeach Biden, now that you've gone that far, if you give us another subpoena, We'll come in and, you know, because this one was illegal or something, we will come in and talk. Hunter will talk to the Congress, okay? And Comer said, he was asked, did you issue another subpoena? And Comer said, no. The first one was absolutely legal. So they never issued the new one that the lawyer wanted before Hunter would testify before this congressional hearing of impeachment. Um, but now all of a sudden it's like, yeah, yeah, we'll go behind closed doors and we'll tell you, you know, I think Hunter is going to give his father up. Spill spill the beans. beans. (laughs) (laughs) We said the same thing, didn't we? Give me a unity and I'll give you my father. Because I I felt from the very beginning with the laptop thing, I've said this before, with the laptop thing, that was the damnedest, stupidest thing that anybody can even imagine doing. You take a a computer that's got valuable information about your business and a whole bunch of porno on it, and you put it in a computer store, and then you forget about it? I'm sorry, there's not enough drugs on the face of the earth that somebody that's really serious about anything would do was he that out of it i don't think so i think it was he was trying to set his father up before he became president i don't want that man to be president if they if he becomes president then i'm screwed because they're going to look at me and everything i've been doing and i'm going to hang because i'm a traitor and so isn't my father 
So he does something like this. It doesn't happen because they all hide it and say it's, you know, Russian disinformation. And I think that he he's probably I mean, he may have a real grudge against his father because it's not Hunter that set up this scheme of, you know, getting the the. He's not the, he's not the smartest man in the room, Joe. That's what he said. No, Hunter's the smartest man I know. No, Joe, he's not. Nobody does that and you think of him as a smart person. I think it was out of spite and out of the need to protect himself from his father being president because I don't think he ever thought that was going to happen. So I think that um, I don't I think, think the whole family um, has can be. Um, has um, basically showing signs of abuse. I mean, you know, this with um with hunter and his lifestyle and everything it's kind of typical of a an abusive background and all the implications of biden showering with his daughter and biden sniffing every young person he can come into contact with and then there was all the stuff about when he was vp his secret service people and these were women he was parading around in the nude in front of them. I mean, the guy is a complete degenerate, is Joe Biden. And I suspect that um, Hunter was a victim of abuse. Um, I mean, his whole life, adult life that we've seen, has been completely dysfunctional. And I, I, I agree. I think he's he's trying to end the abuse because if if he doesn't end it it's going to continue you know he's got to get free of it well you know there's an added bizarro thing to this story because jill biden um went out to get because she's out there on the campaign trail while her husband is doing whatever he does and she was Swimming with what? Uh, showering with boys? No, no, no. Campaign, <laughs> campaign trail. She goes out on the campaign trail. <clears throat> and she goes to a high school and gives a speech. It's all a campaign type of speech. Now, honest to God, even the, even the Fox commentators were like, this, this doesn't make any sense. She went and spoke at Hunter High, Hunter High School. All right. Now that's that. I saw. I saw a, a tweet Look, image with that, and I, I'm sorry. I thought it was a meme, but it's real. Oh, it's real. And <laughs> what happened was okay. So maybe a lot of people wouldn't have caught the Hunter High connection. Right to to her speech there, they showed the speech, but why it was getting so much coverage is that on the podium there was this sign, and it's all it said was Hunter High, yeah, and Jill Biden. You know, it was, like, it, was, it was. I mean, the Fox people just couldn't believe that anybody would allow Jill to do this. It was like it's a bizarro in its utmost, you know. That Here's a declaration. A, oh my God, <laughs> you gotta you gotta have a sense of humor about all this stuff, you know? It's yeah, just, I 
I thought somebody had photoshopped it and created it. I didn't realize at the time that it was real. Because, I mean, oh, boy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It just shows it's a movie we're watching, you know. It's a complete setup. (laughs) It's turned into a big mystery. We're putting the pieces together. (laughs) Well, they're dropping it. They're dropping great big pieces. Yeah. We're seeing them is what I meant. Is we're seeing the pieces now that have been dropped. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. Yeah, I think probably, you know, because as well, you know, there's the walls closing in on Hunter because of the, you know, all, now that the DOJ has said, yes, the Hunter Biden laptop is real, and it's basically um, confirming the fact that this um, his uh, gun application he actually lied on and that he was taking drugs at the time. And um, there's no denying that. And he's facing charges for that, which would put him in jail. Plus well, all they, the... They, they found cocaine on the, on the gun. Yeah, no, they found it on the holster. And the holster that the gun was in. They yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, he he's, you know, he's he's got the walls closing in. There's all the tax stuff because, um, you know, he didn't pay his taxes, et cetera, et cetera. So I, th- I agree. I think he's probably going to um, go state's witness or whatever the, the terminology is, you know. Well, I just watched a little bit of the news this morning and there's a report out there that Weiss, the guy that was looking into it, the ones the IRS said that, you know, he he was stopping the, um, the operation to get Hunter on the uh, tax evasion and stuff. And then the, the court case that would have given immunity to Hunter, it all blew up because some, some judge caught it. Well, it turns out that Weiss right now, there. Th- this is what the, you know, we can't confirm this yet, but this is what the rumors are, is that he's about to indict Biden. Ah, interesting, because I reported on the Weiss thing going for a special counsel so he could indict um, Hunter in D.C. as well as California. In, in the show earlier. So that's interesting. He's going to go for for Joe Biden. Well, again, he's probably trying to save his own neck because, you know. Yeah, absolutely. But, but the rats are leaving the ship, so. <laughs> I mean, it's that's wonderful. <laughs> a lot of people in Congress are not going to, you know, go for re-election. Oh, there's been so many resignations. Yeah. So many resignations, not only in in politics, but also in corporates as well. So they can run, but they can't hide. True. <laughs> you guys, guys want to say good night? We're getting close to the. Uh, good night, well, y'all. Thanks for being here. I hope you enjoyed this as much as I did tonight. 
Good night, everybody. I hope you survived the technical hitches and thank you for sticking with us. Love blankets. Uh, yeah, yes. absolutely. Good night, everybody. <laughs> Good Have a night. Super night. Take care. Yes, and so see, this time they didn't say anything. See what I'm saying about these people? I just don't know. I give them plenty of time to say something longer and they don't. So now I have to cover. Well, I'm going to um, jump in as another edit here because it was like 46 minutes because we lost so much time when I actually had to shut down the computer, shut down the internet, the whole, the whole thing had to go down. So we lost, you know, 10, 15, well, at least 10 minutes there and then, you know, five minutes because I didn't play that entire tape again. Um, what I noticed when I was listening to the background stuff, they were talking about 666. They were talking about Saturn being the uh, representative Satan. I mean, where was this stuff coming from? And like I say, I don't believe it was coming from my computer that I had something else on because if that was true, we would have been hearing it over the Skype call. But I, I I just can't explain it. I think maybe I had that um, that ability for the computer to, at the, you know, the station itself. I have certain controls that you wouldn't have in Skype. And I think that maybe I had already turned off the ability for the internet accidentally playing something that I don't want to go over the station. There is a there is a section, a, sig uh, a signal that comes in that I can turn off. Let me put it here that way. And I'm pretty sure I turned that off. But what was this all about? You know, all you can do is look at this stuff and say, well, we heard it. We lived through it. It was very peculiar. The posse said, yes, it's a demonic thing. The words coming over it kept inciting the concept of 666 or the, you know, the a black cube. Well, we know that the black cube uh, story is profound in many ways, but it goes back into, you know, the annals, the chronicles of cosmic reality and black cubes and, you know, their significance. So there is that connection, but it's just... This goes beyond what could accidentally happen and seems to have, have fallen into, yes, we were intruded upon. The posse said it was demonic. I have no reason to doubt that. I don't know. I, you know, I don't know about a lot of this stuff because, you know, I went through life not really believing in de demons and, you know, male you know, malevolent spirits out there. It, it, they've always been beneficial to me. They've helped me, every spirit I've met. So I haven't really met the other side, I guess. Hopefully I never do. Um, you know, but if they want to show up on my radio program, I'll do everything I can do to, <laughs> to get the message out anyway. What is the message? Well, who knows? Maybe there is such a thing as an Antichrist. Maybe it is called Barack Obama. But maybe it's not a human being at all. Maybe it's this artificial 
construct. I mean, to understand everything I was explaining, you kind of have to be a, a serial listener to our shows because essentially it boils down to a show that we did on Radio 5G concerning AI. And there has been a immense change in the ability of AI to the point that it's essentially programming itself. Okay, but the more information it gets, the more it becomes ethical. It's it's a, it's thinks common sense. That's its basic programming. So, what if you were able to instead of we talk about you know these clones? Well, what if it's not clones? What if it's AI inside a android body that is representing the different people that might be you know not real? Um, I don't know. Maybe Barack Obama is a, isn't human. Maybe he's so human, but maybe he's so tied to this dark cabal and you know all that stuff that he is evil beyond belief. I don't know. But it sure was an interesting show. So I'm probably still stopping a little bit late. It's going to be a short show. We'll put something on. I thank you again for being here, and I'm going to turn you back over to the show sign-off. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, well, I like do covering it. We don't want to shadow you, so you are always yeah. the best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But see, i got to also look at the playlist so that I can get the outro up, because, you know, <laughs> when the outro needs to go, it needs to go. And I, oh, shoot. This, I'm going to have so much trouble with this mouse thing, but it keeps me awake. Um, well, well, it was an interesting conversation tonight, I must say. I enjoyed it thoroughly. Yeah, even with the interruption, you know. Mm. It was like, well, that was uh, interesting in itself, wasn't it? <laughs> yes, it was. So thank you all for being here. We'll see you next time. Be safe. Be happy. Be full of joy. Say what? Say what radio show? With no agenda. It's always a surprise. But if we're not having fun, we're doing something wrong. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com.